Welcome to the God's Word Gives Hope podcast, where we are passionate about connecting His Word to your life. This podcast provides opportunities to further feed your soul or simply be replenished by listening. We are glad you're here. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Amy. And I'm Janae. And we are still floating around here from all the stories that we have heard about how women have connected to the Fight Like a Girl series, which consequently fell in Women's Month. And so um, if you've seen the posts on social media about Women's Month and all of that, and you're maybe going, I don't know how I feel about this. The Bible has given us incredible women as models. And so when Women's Month comes to mind, that's where my mind went and the timing lined up. So we were able to even celebrate the women in the Bible during that month. That's so awesome. And then the bonus episodes. We want you to know that we have heard you and we will definitely have more bonus episodes in the future, interviewing others and how God's word has intersected with their lives. Oh, absolutely. You know, God's word gives hope is passionate about connecting his word to the everyday spaces of your life. So if you've not had a chance to listen yet to the Fight Like a Girl series, we encourage you to go back and do so. We've also had so much fun with our four giveaways that we did during the series based on people sharing and tagging on social media. That just helps us get the word out about what is offered at God's Word Gives Hope. And even though we're not doing giveaways anymore, we still really appreciate if you follow us on social media and share every opportunity you can so that um, the people that need to hear the message of God's hope are able to receive it. So we're going to dig into this week's verse. I love how the week before the Fight Like a Girl series was all about God as our loving ally, and now this week is how he will never leave us. These are great bookends to a series about fighting the everyday battles and struggles. I agree, Amy. Timing is everything, and I would like to say that we did that, but (laughs) that's not really quite the way it works. It's definitely an act of the Spirit there. The blog title for this week's verse is Never Ever. We are going to talk today about a never, ever promise that comes from God. Now, when I hear never, ever, I think more like, you know, before I had a child and then I said, my child will never, ever this, or, (laughs) um, you know, I will never, ever be like my mom. And then I do something and I look in the mirror and it's like, she's looking right back at me. Oh my goodness. Yes. Well, and then the songs that come to your mind, you know, especially for me, like, we are never, ever, ever, ever. Oh, so Taylor Swift, a little Taylor Swift there, getting um, back together. Maybe, or like <laughs> The Greatest Showman, the Never Enough song. Go ahead and sing it for us, Amy. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave that one being sung by the professional, <laughs> uh, so no thank you. Okay. <laughs> well, okay, so never, ever, not quite what we're talking about here. But sometimes words are like that. They are automatic triggers to songs, positive memories, or negative But we hope that today's message, the words never ever, will ring in your mind in a new way that will help you recall a message that will help you keep moving forward. Never is one of those weird words. It's a forever word because if something that never happens, then it is eternal. It's without end, something we might anticipate, but the very nature of never means that the thing has most certainly not occurred. The placement of the word ever behind never is a new way of emphasizing the word's unlimited time of non-existence. It will never, ever happen. And in some cases, that can be a really good thing. 
But on the other hand, when we are longing for something to move or to take place, we really do not want to hear the word never. But that's not the case here. Um, the verse that we're going to read today is Hebrews 13, 5. Never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. Now on the blog, Janae, you go into the background of where in the Old Testament this author is quoting this promise from. And so we're not going to cover that piece, but I would like to put into context what the Hebrew author was addressing to his audience. We will start at the beginning of verse 5 and read it in context. And I'm going to read from the NRSV. Keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you have. For he has said, I will never leave you or forsake you. So we can say with confidence, the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can anyone do to me? Now, these verses tend to be the favorites of coffee mugs. I will never leave you or forsake you or the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. And they're definitely worth quoting. But I think there is so much value in seeing these verses in the context in Hebrews. The author is talking about money and contentment. I believe when we view these verses through this perspective of provision and contentment, there's some additional power in those words. That's right. Out of the stories that we heard from our women in the Fight Like a Girl series, none of the battles covered were financially related, but money is a struggle for most. And I'm going to tell you, our family has always had to watch what we spend. Save to be able to do the extra things. And on the other hand, I have friends who make, let's say, more money than we do. <laughs> and I see a different stress in their lives. I think there is a lie out there that the enemy wants us to believe, especially in our culture, that if we just had more money, everything would be okay. Everything would be all right. But that's not the case. You know, it's interesting. I worked uh, a couple jobs ago, I worked for a nonprofit. And the supporters of that nonprofit were from those higher echelons of the financial world. And I started to learn about some of the struggles. There are actual support groups for especially female millionaires um, that found themselves with the difficult impact that money made on their lives. And I mean, I clearly had no idea something like that existed. That is crazy. I, I've never heard of anything. You've not been invited into any of those clubs? No, no me either. No, not, that's not where my stress is. <laughs> my stress is on the other end. Well, I'll never forget the time when we felt Tony was being led and Tony, my husband, to step out of the youth ministry, and God had not revealed to us what was next. Hmm. It was in 2008, 2009, during the time frame when the economy was really struggling and starting to tank, and it was not the best time to step out of a job and to not have a job lined up. Mm -hmm. But sometimes that's what God does, right? He calls us out in steps of faith, and we don't always know exactly what that next step is. And that's where we, that's where we were at that point. So then he led us, God led us to launch a nonprofit, which was also not a great time to be doing something like that. All right, so during that time, Tony started having some health issues, and his doctor wanted to do a stress test for his heart, which Tony did not pass. The next step was for him to go into the hospital for a procedure to see if he needed a stent or not. So it was a super stressful time, you know, no job, our kids were still fairly young, and then you throw in the financial piece. So money was obviously tight, and after the insurance, well, let's just back it up right. 
Tony was fine. That was not an issue. His heart wasn't an issue at that point. Um, it was kind of like that preemptive, preemptive possible heart attack kind of thing. So he changed some health things. So he was all right. So a little side note. But um, with the money being tight, after the insurance, we still owed $1,500. So the bill actually was something like fourteen eighty-five, but, you know, 1500 which we did not have. Um, within a couple of days of receiving the bill from the hospital, we received in the mail a donation for our nonprofit. And the check was for $1,500. God is so good, and he does what he says he will. And I love that clear image of God's provision in your life. You know, right now we are walking out a season of trusting and holding tightly to this verse. Um, Over the last 10 years here where we live, my husband was the ranch manager for a ranch in town, and we had the privilege of living on the property in a, a beautiful, spacious home with a back deck and a view that was just breathtaking. We were living well and had even maybe a little bit of wiggle room. Um, And fast forward to this past year, uh, my husband was accepted into a ranch management master's program through King Ranch in Texas A&M, and they only accept three students a year. So we are very proud of him, but we knew that in order for him to be able to go, our lives would change drastically. We're now supporting two households on less than what we had before, And um, I had to move out of this beautiful home that we enjoyed on the ranch with the sunsets like no other. This was especially hard on my daughter because this is the only house she had ever known. Mm, That is hard. So we reduced in size. We reduced in location. However, we have seen God move on our behalf in so many ways. He has provided time and time again financially and through friends and family. You know, there are times where the enemy tries to whisper in my ears, remember how much you love that back porch? Um, the house you're at doesn't even have a porch (laughs) right now, and it certainly doesn't have a view. Um, But I am reminded of Hebrews 13.5, where it says, and be content with what you have. And that is a choice I make. I, I do not want to live as a person who is discontent. I want to trust what God is calling us to. And when I choose contentment in the provision of God, he brings his peace, and I know that he is not going to leave me or forsake me. Yeah, I love the way it is connected. The idea of contentment is connected to the promise that God will never, ever leave us. And his type of peace and contentment doesn't make any sense because from the world standpoint, uh, we should be freaking out. Or at least angry, you know, frustrated, mad about our current circumstances. And that is not, that's not how God's economy works. That's right. So regardless of our situation, financial or otherwise, God will not abandon us. And in the blog, I included various translations of our verse from Hebrews 13.5, but I would like to share them with us. The NLT puts it this way, I will never fail you. I will never abandon you. Mm. The ESV says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. The NASB says, I will, and I love it's all capped, it's, it's all capital. So it's like adamant, I will never desert you, nor will I ever abandon you. And then the Amplified puts it this way, I will never under any circumstances desert you, nor give you up, nor leave you without support, nor will I any, in any degree leave you helpless, nor will I forsake you or let you down or relax my hold on you. Assuredly not. 
God will never, ever relax his hold on us. I think you forgot one more paraphrase, Janae, um, from the the prophet Rick Astley. (laughs) What? (laughs) Who says, he's never going to give you up. He's never going to let you down. He's never going to run around and desert you. I I hope, is is there a Gen Z listening that understands what just happened on the podcast? A little Rick rolling? I really don't even know what's happening Okay, we'll just keep going then. Sorry. (laughs) But I do know what's happening with this verse. And this verse is totally a promise that can speak to our hearts in a way that we need to recall and remember the never, ever emphasis. If we can just pulling from our final tactic in our Fight Like a Girl series where it talked about Jesus being our anchor, but we also talked about the tent peg where we drive the truth through our, our minds. This is one of those truths we need to say over and over and over again. It doesn't matter what I feel like. God is never, ever going to leave us. You know, that reminds me of 2 Timothy 2.13, where um, it says, even if we are unfaithful, he remains faithful for he cannot deny who he is. And so it's just this beautiful reminder that even when we don't get this 100% right, even when we do choose discontentment over contentment or fear or frustration, that even when we are unfaithful, God remains faithful because he cannot be anything but who he is. Oh, I love that. I love that. Well, there is another never ever promise that we are about to celebrate God's promise of salvation through the Messiah. So I don't know when you're listening to this, but we are the week before Easter. So we are about to be celebrating the fact that God followed through with his promise and he sent a savior through his son. And we know that he will be faithful to return. So I can't believe it's next week, but next week is Holy Week and we are going to do something special. We are going to have our regular podcast next Monday on a verse out of Isaiah 53. And since it is Holy Week, we are going to be dropping short meditations on Tuesday through Friday, where we will work through the entire chapter of Isaiah 53. Then on Sunday Easter morning, we will also have a brief Easter meditation from God's Word to help us celebrate our risen Lord. I'm so excited about this. Again, this is a first for us, but um, I cannot wait to celebrate with our listeners every day as we build up towards Easter. So we've talked about a lot today, but one thing that we want our listeners to walk away with is remembering these truths from both Hebrews 13 and from Romans 8. So we kind of combine them together to read over you. We know that nothing can ever separate us from your love, God, neither death nor life, for you will never leave us or forsake us. Neither angels nor demons, for you will never fail us. Neither our fears for today nor our worries about tomorrow, because you will never desert us. Not even the powers of hell can separate us from your love, because you will never relax your hold on us. Nothing can ever separate us, because you will never let us down or abandon us. May we live this way. The connecting doesn't have to stop here. We would love to have you join us at the God's Word Gives Hope blog to go deeper with the verse we discussed today. 
If you would like to learn more about life and leadership coaching with Janae, visit JanaeShatleyCamp.com. Finally, we would love a chance to talk with you more. Find us on Instagram or Facebook. All of these links are posted in the About Us on our podcast. 